So listen, just as the actus action figure has a seed assignment, yes? And the seed assignment obviously is, is to share this idea. Now, it would be nice if you could just share the idea and then split, basically. Or, but the thing is, you have to, you, you invite and then you have to become like an ear doctor. You've got to check out how it's heard. And then, really, basically, after the message has been introduced, then it's just a lot of warnings because it's the reaction to the message is where the obscuration occurs. Yes, it's the first. The first reaction is I heard the message, so you have to warn the people that are hearing the message that there isn't a hearer of the message. Yes. If you would, the closest you could say as a hearing of the message is that it's an echoing of the message already known, so to speak, yes? So you have to, you have to point out that there's got to be a negation immediately of the hearing of the message, hopefully when the message is being delivered, because if you don't continually put that out, there's going to be, the, the natural progression will be, oh, I went to this talk and I heard, I got the message, yeah? I heard the message and now I'm going to go out and get it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get awake or whatever. So there's, you got to point out the, the sort of the pitfalls because basically the obscuring agent is none, none other than us. Yeah, so just like they say, there's the observation is distorted by the observed or the observed is distorted by the observation. We're the observation, yeah. So as soon as we believe we're at this talk and are hearing the message, it's already been neutered. It's already been uh, framed. Yeah, that's okay. So that's the second, that's let's say uh, first the invitation and then the first warning is to sort of explain or try to get across this idea that this mental state that seems to be dominant in us is claiming whatever it gets to be in contact with. It doesn't produce the contact, consciousness does, you know? We're awake, and therefore we're awake to things that are appearing in this field, you know? But then the mental state gets, a, gets acquainted to it through the conscious contact, but immediately says, I'm the one, yeah, who's doing this and seeing this and hearing this and feeling this. So it's, it immediately, cle it, it immediately, claims the action of consciousness and saying I'm the one who's conscious of this or I was unconscious of it now I'm conscious of it because I've learned something but it's always putting itself in the precedent of being you yeah that's its move so there's a claiming constantly come on in yeah so the first movement of it is the claim so all right, so we have, I'm going to start over, because these two illustrious people, I can already see a huge befuddlement in some of them, so I will start again. Because this is, he's on the one every eight year plan, he comes to a talk every eight years, so I have to see. All right, so. Immediately, 
the basic fundamental assumption when you go to a talk or anything, let's say to gather information or to get inspired or be entertained, yeah, is that it's you going there. Yeah? That's the first point that's questioned by the message of non-duality. Is there a you that's going to hear the message? Yeah. So usually that doesn't get addressed. So then there's a sense of you hearing the message. Now that you is an idea, a lot of idea, a composite drawing of you as a body, as a you as a historical, long-lasting, independent, separate entity. And you have heard a lot of messages and you've done a lot of things. So this becomes another idea that, uh, you know, after a long set of ideas. So, and what's going to happen is, is when you, as what you're not, hears this message, it's going to compare it to other messages it's heard. Yeah? So people say, oh, they hear this message. That's Buddhism. No, it's actually, in a sense, not Buddhism. Not as Buddhism known. Or it's some Kabbalah. It's not that. So, but their head immediately goes to what it refers to. Where? In their own little composite. So basically, they're just, whatever they're hearing anew is really a rehearing. Yeah? They're never hearing anything new because it's, it's the idea of them always that's hearing the message, and that's freaking old. Yeah? So that's why in Zen they would say, the highest form of mind is I don't know. To have that sort of attitude. Why would they say that? Because there's a precedence in the mental state of I know. So, oh, I know this, just like in people in recovery, they go to one recovery meeting and they think they know AA. I know, I know about AA. I went to a meeting, I left before it ended and got there late, but I know it. Yeah, so immediately they've cataloged AA as, oh, that's known, and it's cannot, I know it can't be helpful to me. Because I didn't do fucking anything. I went to the one meeting and went out and drank yesterday. The next day, that, you know, AA gets shuffled off. So the knowing, See, the whole idea when they make these statements of I don't know is because there's an incessant knowing when you don't know. So they're trying to sort of say, all right, instead of having this starting from knowing, start from I don't know. Yeah. So, so the idea of I'm the one who's hearing the message, how do you try to get over that? Because then it would be the one that heard the message trying to get over it. So it goes on and on and on and on. It's like that little syndrome in recovery where it says you have to quit playing God because it doesn't work. But in a sense, most of us are listening to something, the mental state, that's in the act of playing God. It told you what this meeting was going to be like before you came, probably. Yeah? That's playing God. If you wake up in the morning and you know the day's going to be shitty and you haven't even gotten out of your house, and that's playing God, obviously. So that which is playing God, here's the message. You can't, you got to quit playing God. What does it do? It tries to quit playing God, which is what? Playing God. Yes, you can't get out of it when you're in it. There's no way. That's the basic, one of the basic warnings. So you can't, self can't get out of self. You cannot use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah? If Buddha wasn't here and there was a master sitting here, let's say Hawang Po, it would be totally inappropriate for Hawang Po to talk to Hawang D, Hawang Yu, Hawang Wang, whoever it may be. Yeah? Oh, Hawang Wang, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. It would confuse Hawang Wang. 
but it's not he does he's not seeing Chris he's seeing the Buddha so the message at these talks isn't this is not a self-help program it's not a, it's the message isn't to the action figure it's hopefully to what you are that's assuming it's the action figure yeah so we're trying to throw the, and the thing is if you're shooting at everything you don't even have to aim you just throw it over the head of the mental fucking six five foot niner basically <laughs> just make sure it can't get it so that that which you are or what you are hears it which because it's constantly hearing it but it it gets through the like the death star defense of the mental state and what you are hears it so the buddha finally hears it's gone to 800 meetings where the same teacher said the same freaking thing can't use the Buddha, seek the Buddha. And one time in those 800 meetings, the Buddha heard it. And then he goes, wow, I got it. Yes. It's so beautiful. That's when the light goes on. But see, this is an incredible thing. So the Buddha hears the message, but in time, you kick in again. So the Buddha hears the ever-present message now, but time seems to still being dreamt, being dreamt. And so in time, you take the, uh, you, there's the claim of you're the one who heard the message. Even though the aha doesn't come from you, the aha comes from what you are. That, oh yeah, you know, that laughing or whatever. That's not of you. That's of what you are. But the you that you're not will arise quickly and replace you seemingly. Yeah, and so you'll leave. Oh, I had an incredible epiphany at that meeting. No, you freaking didn't. There was, an, let's say, an epiphany occurred, but you, it was immediately claimed that and you walk out thinking you heard the message. That's the second thing to point out. The message isn't directed to you. It's directed to what you are. And the information is not about what you are to what you're not, but it's, it's information to what, you're, what you are about what you're not. Yeah? We're trying to talk to what you are about what you're not, so that what you are sees what it ain't. I'm not trying to convince what it's not that it's not what it is. Yeah, I'm not, it's pointless. You believe you exist as Ted. To try to talk to Ted and say, Ted, there, there is no Ted. And then Ted tries to become a no Ted. It doesn't go anywhere. Throw it over the head, yes? That's it, and in my sense, that's why the spiritual subpoenas always serve because you can't miss your target it's always available at all times right where you are no matter what you think your condition is the previous condition is untouched by all the post conditionings you're believing to be so so you throw it there and then what you are here's about what it's not now okay there's now it's now the horse is in front of the car okay so then what happens is the time runs in again, and now what you're not tries to become what it's not, yes? I don't even know how to say that. What, is, what you're not tries to invalidate, I'm not that, yes? <laughs> this is where you see the pretzeling of people here who hear non-duality as self. You get so convoluted trying to, trying to be a non-you as a you. <laughs> so forget all that, yeah? It doesn't matter if you've never gotten it. It's even better because you are it. 
Yeah? This isn't tag, you're it. It's tag, you're not that. And then, by seeing what you're not, you get a sense of what you are. And that, that sense of what you are, find out what happens, man. Your interest and attention will not be directed by the mental state. Your interest and attention will be distributed in different ways. Things you held in such high regard, like spiritual knowledge, will be on the fucking uninterested bin. Really. You don't care. You could care less about most of the stuff that you were so fervently discussing at the meetings after people, you know. It's just you don't give a damn anymore because you know what you're not can never become what it is. It has to see it ain't that. And that's the being of what it is. Yeah? What you're not is never going to become what it is. So you get that out of the way. Yeah? So the message isn't to you. The message is this to what you are about what you're not. Instead of the message is describing what I am to what I'm not, this message describes what we're not to what I am. With the hopes, I don't, and of course there's going to be the pitfalls. What you're not is going to hear the information about what it isn't. And it's going to go, it's going to go weird. It will. <laughs> It's just, I've seen it, I've had people call who just had a breakup and they just can't just start crying about it. First, I know there was no one left me and there was no one she left, but da 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 da, and then finally they break down and they start bawling, I'm gonna miss her, you know, yes. Here you miss people. That's what happens, yeah? Does it imply a you? No. It suggests one, it's been used to imply one, it's, it's been used to assume one, but there's no one there that's being assumed. There's an assuming of a one. You see, the whole thing of the selfing, the selfing is an activity, a mental activity, yeah? It's three-pronged little energy or batteries or memories interpretation of perceptions and thoughts system, yeah? These things are remembering what you're not all day. So the selfing is what implies a self. And I'm telling you, I don't know how many times I've heard it when it go, you see, you see the validity of the statement because then people get a little bit of knowledge about selfing and then they email me and they go, I've been selfing all day. See, no. See, the, that with the sense of them that was produced by the claiming, by the selfing, now suddenly is saying it's the one that's doing the selfing. That's the whole activity. Yes? There's a verb, an activity called selfing that implies a self. You see it in work when the self that it's implying says, I've been doing the selfing, or the selfing's really driving me crazy. It's a perfect illustration of the whole message. The scripture could just be that, a little two-minute video of, all right, I heard the message, selfing, 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 and then I've been selfing all day. Well, the selfing's driving me crazy. That's the product of the selfing. See? The selfing implies the self, and then suddenly the self is, that which comes after, is implied to be before, and now it thinks it's doing the selfing. 
How many examples do you need? That. You don't need thousands of examples. It's the same thing. That which comes after the idea of you, right, is implied to be before all that's producing or insinuating the idea of you, which is the selfing. That's it. It takes tons of forms, but the mechanism is this. That which comes after, so the selfing, 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 and then I feel like I'm the doer, I'm the thinker, I'm the seer, the feeler, the taster, this and that. That's produced by the claiming of seeing, action, feeling, tasting, touching. The touching is used to imply the toucher. There isn't a toucher before touching. There's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, yes? And then there's a, a claiming of that to imply the seer, the hearer, the feeler, the taster, the toucher. So suddenly that which comes after the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching is implied to be before. That's the bondage of self. It's an activity. You can't, you're not gonna find it in a book or in a store. You see it, it's an observation. You hear about it maybe, or you read something, but then it doesn't stay on that page or at that meeting. You observe it. You observe the information that has hit, and it's sort of like putting on those spiritual shoes. If they fit, wear them. So you hear it, bammo, and there's your entertaining of it, and in that entertaining of it, it validates itself. Yeah, and then suddenly you're your own authority. Not a 5,000 year old supposed person, but you are. You've observed the message. You've seen it, yeah? You've seen the trick in time. That which comes after, how could that which comes after be before? How could consciousness be attributed to that which comes after? I'm the one who's conscious. But actually, consciousness is the baseline. Cons the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching is before us. We come after the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching has been claimed. So that which is truly on is used to imply a someone that's on. Without the claiming, there would be, when you're doing something you love, like surfing or something like that, all that activity isn't being that, in, you're not that interested in it, and there's no production of self. It's not catching, it's not clicking, because you're too engaged, you're in the water, shit's happening, this and that, you've lost yourself, or hang gliding, or whatever it is, you lose yourself, it's so easy to lose, because it, it's produced. It's like in recovery, they go abandon yourself to a, so you can abandon a car because it's not you. And therefore you can abandon a self because the implication is self is not you. How could you abandon, if you abandon you, you'd still be there. Oh, I abandoned what? <laughs> so obviously, knowing it or not, he was implying self was something other than us. So that which is other than self abandons what? Self. It abandons the idea of self. In that abandonment, you're not lost. You've never been lost. You're, there's a loss of interest in that which you're not. You've abandoned it. 
does it have to be like on a cliff with the wind blowing and a freaking like a movie setting? No. What, what shows the abandonment is a lack of interest and attention to it. The interest and attention that has just been like a spotlight on you your whole freaking life gets mis redirected. Maybe a panoramic view becomes the new setting, yeah? So you're seeing things coming and going, but you don't lose the, your eye, the eye, the real eye, awareness never goes, never leaves the ball of space, yeah? How, don't you, you've always been here. Bad day, good day, gallbladder, sinus, this, that. It's the, the ever-presence presence is so unbelievably there that we don't even notice it. But if it was taken away, there'd be nothing to notice. It's all a shift of interest and attention. And the, one of the pitfalls is, if you hear this, and then you go out to shit, shift interest and attention, that's interest and attention. See? You're your own worst enemy. You're trying to get out of the dilemma is the dilemma. In recovery, it says, one of the results of recovery will be, you will lose interest in self and gain interest in others. Now, if a self goes about trying to lose interest in self, that's interest in self. No, you lose interest in self. The interest goes somewhere else. And all right, to others, it could be to every, you know, presence, whatever. It's not, not just to others. It's just other than self. Yeah. And then suddenly, what happens? You'll know the problem from the solution. When there's a relief from the bondage of self, you know exactly why that was called the problem. Because it is, we're in an act of being bound to the idea of being Paul by our incredible devotion to the mental narration, the perceptual reality that's constantly being presented, and the memory of us as a body. We have total faith in the system and therefore, we have a sense of being the product of the system. How are you going to use the system to get out of the system? It doesn't work. Self can't get out of self. So there's a loss of interest and a loss of attention that you, being interested in it, could never produce. Yeah? That's why some of us here have gone 30 years of spiritual practices. And where do you end up? At nothing. Because nothing is really the everything of this. Yeah? The greatest thing a system can show you, if it's failed, is that it's a failed system. I mean, Jesus Christ. How long have you been relying on your thought system? How many pills have you taken based on its fucking narration? So for me, the fundamental mistake would be to describe what we are. We're no thing. What's going to hear that but a thing? <laughs> you know what I mean? I could go on a three-day chant of I'm not a body, but the only thing that would do that is a body. <laughs> it's only the body that wants to get out of the body. <laughs> it doesn't like the bad experience, but it wants to be the body getting out of the body. So you learn, you entertain the ideas, they get in, and then there's observation. 
you see if it's so or not for you. Is it true that you have been attempting to get out of self as self most of your adult life? Yes, it is true. Yeah, I knew it because I remember when it started to occur and then it started to formalize an understanding down here, yeah? I was reading the big book of AA in the chapter how it works and I saw that sentence, being convinced, which is an incredible statement. Just that is incredible because you would say, after being convinced, or you will be convinced, no, being convinced, like a present tense state, by what? By your own freaking observation. You're being convinced that what? That self, manifested in various ways, is what has defeated us. Yes. How did you come to that conclusion? You looked. <laughs> you got the information. You applied the information from the big book to your life. That's what the first and second step are, are reflective steps. You reflect through observation. Is it true or not? Then any life run on self-wills can hardly be a success. You come to a freaking conclusion. Yes? So being convinced in that conclusion of what? Of that self, self, not you, not your husband or wife, not the fucking government, not this, not that, but you. <laughs> no, self, I mean, not you. Self manifested in various ways is what has defeated you. Now, one of the ways self-manifest is as you. <laughs> it's this most incredible way because then it's sort of like Dracula will go on every fucking vampire hunt. Kill tons of vampires because it's untouched. No investigation goes back to Dracula. So one of the manifestations of self is when you meet it in your life, you call it me. <laughs> the old pooper scooper story with all the shit on the lawn and everyone's looking for tons of solutions so one guy comes up with a great one you know getting very adept at pooper scoopers and picking up the shit as fast as it can come out so it has a little bit a couple of hours of maybe three by seven foot lawn that doesn't stink the high heaven or have any shit on it you know what I mean after it had this lovely little free-range yard, it could have weddings on and fucking croquet or whatever, lawn bowling, everything. Now he's down to three by seven. We have to, it demands tons of maintenance all day, picking up shit. And then, but then he becomes a big star. He goes on circuits speaking about picking up shit. He's, he's good at two pooper scoopers, same time, has autograph models, has little overalls with the pooper scoopers. For number one, whatever. And so he writes books about it. So he thinks he has a solution. But then he runs, another guy comes in, hey, I think I have a solution. He goes, oh, I already have a solution. Here, here's my book. So hey, watch my videos. He says, hey, just find the dog. <laughs> you won't have to become a master of picking up the shit if you get rid of what's causing the shit. The dilemma is we're identified as the dog. We can't imagine being without it. That's the identification as self. We are taking ourselves to be the pathogen that's using us to drive ourselves crazy. Really? It's an incredible strategy as a parasitical movement to be able to convince the host that it's the host. Yeah. 
And I'm telling you, you see it a lot of times during the day, but your immediate recognition is it's me. It's got carte blanche, it's running rampant up there in your memories everywhere, just making up stories. You know, you're a loser. You know, you're never gonna get out, you're never gonna be loved. Whatever, has some really good bona bonanza ones, you know? He'll use his little minutiae, but then when it's really threatened, it goes to the big ones. You're unlovable. You've left, you left God. You did it. That's yes, all whatever. It's insane. You know what I mean? So it's sort of like the skin and the snake. The skin believes it's the snake, but it knows damn well it ain't. And every time of the year when it starts molting, the snake starts molting the skin, the skin is in fucking hypervigilance. It's saying, put on moisturizer, don't go out in the sun, watch out for that rock, because it's trying to keep its own survival, because it knows the snake is going to continue when it flights off. That's the incredible fear of what is, does not exist, is that it does not exist. That which exists has no fear of not existing. That which doesn't exist lives in constant fear of not existing. Where is the interest and attention? If it's on the skin, you're gonna fucking, you're gonna fight to the death not to let that skin fall off. If it's at the snake's point of view, it's hallelujah. You'll travel lighter, you'll attract female snakes, you won't get snagged on rocks. It'd be so much better for you and others, but hey, you see, it's just a shift of interest and attention. So you deliver the message, but you need to follow up and continue to check how it's being heard because the system of self has a lot of defense mechanisms. It knows how to totally neuter a message by saying it's the one that heard it. It knows it, it knows it. If it can slip itself in, in the primary position, you'll think, oh, I didn't get it. You'll think I didn't get it for years. You're thinking that if you got it, everything would be different. No, what would be different is you'd be accepting everything as it is. <laughs> that's, that's the difference. You would be accepting everything as it is. Not that everything would get great. It may, who knows. <laughs> but there would be an acceptance of how things are because they're truly not, you know? How are you going to look at, I like to go with this with because there's AA people here. So AA, here you go. When you go to AA, you learn a lot, and what you learn is you had certain strategies of denying. Like when I, let's say my right arm was bleeding, I would just look left all day. I just avoid shit at all costs. And there was tons of denying that I was an addict and alcoholic, basically, which made me more of an addict or alcoholic <laughs> at any other point, my denying of it. Then you come in AA, and one of the main big shifts of recovery is you see your role in things they, in a minute way. You know, you're not, you just, just like, sort of like, why did that guy beat punch me out at the bar? Well, I forgot that I was making it with trying to make it with his girlfriend for a half hour before the punch. I forget excluded that and think I'm the you know I'm the victim here. But you know, I had a role in everything. So what happens? AA finally allows you to let everything you've been trying to put off land. I've, the basic one is I'm an alcoholic or I'm an addict, yeah? So there's an admittance to your innermost self and then all the other tributary things come and land. 
And what happens is, all right, my old strategy, I'm not that, I'm not that, I'm not that, which made me more of that every fucking day. The next one is I let everything be as real as the real can be. And this is the one that most people stop at. But there's a third one, which is, and I'm not that. See? Once that which you never wanted to be is allowed to be exactly all it wants to be, you see it's not fucking real. Yeah? So it's, but you can't get to that by the f first, yeah? The first is a mental denial that doesn't work. The third is a negation with wisdom that works, yeah? So now, yeah, I'm a fucking fraud. Everything like this, da da da, all lands. And then you see it's not being real. And what does that give you a sense of? The reality of what you are. That what you are has never budged, never began, never will end, never got small, never got large. Its condition has nothing to do with the future or the post conditions of the mental, emotional, physical dreaming. Yes? It's like a sky that allows everything to happen in it, yet is not affected by any of it. So what happens? You hear these messages, then you hear the pitfalls, yes? And then your interest and attention, that flow of that aha, can be directed instead of getting canaled into mental little stagnant ponds, yeah? The corrections occur, the water starts going this way, and then suddenly it's got enough momentum, yes, and you can feel it, yes, you feel it. Because you've seen all the ways, all the ways the mental state has tried to divert that natural resource of what, presence of what you are, into this, into that, into this, yes, and that's what a true teacher can do. Not, they cannot teach you what you are, but they can teach about what you're not, so that you recognize it from what you are. They can teach the how the first reaction, the second, the third, the fourth, and fifth, and after the fifth, fourth, or fifth, you're fucking on your own. Yeah, the mental defense doesn't have a thousand defenses. And when there's a sense of freedom from it, there were no defenses whatsoever. When you seem to arrive, it tells you it's always been this way no matter what anyway. So basically all your huffings and puffings only could seem to blow down imaginary mental houses. Yeah? Nothing has ever changed. You are what you are, no matter what. That's an assurance. You can rest there. You can rely on that. See? That reliance on that failed system is what produces all the anxiety. Faith in a failed system of thought that's about yesterday and tomorrow produces tons of anxiety. That same faith directed, directed through wisdom produces an ease and comfort now. It's the exact same energy. It matters how it's being directed. The mental state directs it into time and produces a lot of anxiety, right? The other thing is faith, it rests in now, and you're seemingly, completely, no matter what it looks like, okay. Hmm. Same, it's the same energy, but what's directing the energy? And if you want to see an, another aspect of energy, it's interest and attention, that's all it is. 
and the messages of satsang is that your interest and attention has been claimed by the mental state and it's actually your own worst enemy. Your own self-interest causes you to get the exact opposite results that you wanted to get. That's what I realized when I went in AA. I realized I could look around the room, such as this, and uh, turn my will my life over to, not everyone in this room, some of you I wouldn't, but most of you, and you would do a better job with it than I would, really, because you don't have this incredible vested interest that there is here. <coughs> yeah, yeah. That's why they say, St. Francis says, you know, you're reborn, by, it's in the forgetting of self, see? forgetting of self is you lose self-interest and attention on all that that's implying and reinforcing and insinuating self. That's all it is. It's just the attention and interest leaves that dead preoccupation and now enriches your day. And now you're satisfied and content which causes you not to be driven or motivated to look that far ahead really. Yeah. So you're here not because you did a heroic Odyssey to arrive here, you realize you cannot not be here. Yeah, you don't need to try to get into the moment. You've never been out of a moment. Yeah. Then you don't get chipped ever. Sleeping, awake, you're here all the time, at all times, no time. Yeah. And then you are what you've been looking for. It's just the looking for it has obscured that, yes? The seeker is the source. The Buddha cannot be used to seek the Buddha. You are the Buddha. You can't use yourself to find yourself. And you cannot find what isn't lost, first of all. Okay. So see what you're not hear about what you're not, observe what you're not, and in seeing and hearing and observing what you're not, you'll get a sense of what you are. You're not gonna see the bee, you're gonna sense the being. Yeah, you're gonna sense the livingness of it, not the bee or whatever, you're gonna sense living, you're going to sense the incessant seeing. Yeah, so. Any questions? I don't know, there may be more. Did I hit all the little pitfalls? Pretty, some of them, That's what happens. When it gets sort of cool, you lose interest. <laughs> Perhaps <laughs> yeah, I just don't add any buts or periods. What? And don't add any buts or periods. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the entertaining, yes, entertaining can be stopped by I know. I used to work with a guy in AA. He'd uh, be bitching about something and he'd keep going. I know, I know. I said, well, if you know, you wouldn't be fucking here bitching about something. <laughs> so just know, you don't know. <laughs> Let's start there. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you got, if you saw the difference between knowing and being, 
you lose interest in the value of knowing. You would actually see it could be incredibly detrimental to the being to try to be reached by the knowing. Yeah? And that's the beauty of it. We're relegated to one possibility here, and that's being it. We love to know it as something other than we are. The head loves it. It what loves it wants to experience it as something other than it is. Yeah, it wants to have it even with though, and then it even wants to lose it, so it can write about what it did to lose it. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't want to be it. It loves it would. It will spend years becoming it, tons of years. It will sit thirteen hours a day hoping to become, but it now has no interest in being it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have blog posts about that. You can't follow my spiritual odyssey. <laughs> There's no, like we were talking about today, spiritual bypassing. Bypass spirituality completely. <laughs> Just bypass it. If you've learned enough about addiction, it's the same fucking thing. It really is. You had a crash course with the drugs. The other one's a long, drawn-out, fucking drip, drip, drip affair. You should really count yourself lucky that you you had like this. What is it? The uh, speed through. You got the. You were sped read the whole thing. <laughs> you know, just the spirituality can just go on forever. It's not spiritual bypass. It's bypassing spirituality. <laughs> just bypass that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, so happy to be here. This room used to be much more ammonia drenched, wasn't it? Yeah, you sound a strange scent in here. All right, any more? No questions, no? Ted, do you have any? No? Something was cooking up earlier, but it passed. Thank God. There's progress. All right, well, uh, let's pass the basket. Have you got it there, Sean Clark? Thank you.